everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with Michelle Reynolds uh, in her Year of Growth series. I'm so excited to talk to you today, Michelle. Welcome. Thank you. Hi, friends. Hello. Uh, So tell me something awesome. Oh, my gosh. It's uh, I have fuzzy socks on is the first thing that comes to mind. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you got to celebrate the little things. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's awesome. Uh, I love it. So what else is, it's been, we were talking before, it's been about three months since we recorded an interview because there was some coaching and growth and some growing pains in the middle, right? Uh-huh. So what's hap- Like, what's currently going on that's changed, that's awesome in your life and your finances? And man, like- oh man, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I would, if I were to describe it to someone today, I would say that I have it together together mm. in that, or, or it's, it, it's literally almost to completion where I feel like I have it together together, where it's like, there's not undone stuff. Yeah. Tell me what that, say more about that. So three months ago, I, um, I, or three and a half months ago, whatever it was, you know, I had stacks of paper everywhere and filing was undone. I had no clue where my money was going and just, but I was traveling a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I was with friends a lot, but, and I was playing and shopping a lot, but I, I, I was so much having fun that I was undone. Is that, if that makes any sense at all, like I needed to stay home on the weekend and get done what I needed to do versus yeah. going and playing every weekend with friends. Yeah. And that could be not even a weekend, just life, right? Like, because I work from home. Like if I want to go to lunch every day, I can't. And so it's, it's the philosophy of like, I was so busy living that I didn't have my own stuff together. Mm -hmm. And I will say that ties in a little bit to your former money story, which is survival, right? Because if there's, if there's a stack of papers, there's all these things undone, there's something that eventually is going to need to be survived. Mm -hmm. right? You're going to eventually have to go into a mode or has been the pattern. We'll talk about how it's a little bit different this time, but you're eventually going to have to go into that pattern where you have to deal with it, right? Which you Mm kind of created that situation then. Which is my whole life story. (laughs) Right, right. Because our money story plays out everywhere because when you have to, so if you're um, just as a reminder for people, you know, survival story is like, there, it's, it's really all or nothing. So there's like so much money or there's no money and you're having to like figure it out. Right. And that plays into time. Like you either have like so much time or like there's no time. And really the place that people that have been living that story for a while, they come back to because it's familiar, because this is the way our brain works, is the franticness. So even like, it's like, oh, going and having fun and relaxing, you would think like, oh, it's creating a new life. In some ways it is, but it's also creating that franticness because things weren't getting taken care of. So it was creating this sort of spin that was going to happen at some point, right? Yeah. And in my mind, things were okay. Like it was creating my future life because before I went on a trip, I'd get a ton of work, which happens, right? Right. You get a ton of work and you get it all done and the clients are super happy the laundry's done, the house is clean. And I'd come home to this amazing life. And I'd be like, oh man, this is like, this is it, you know, in my future life. But the fact is I still had that stack of filing and I still had, you know, not worked on my budget. And I, so it's, it was the stuff that like is in the closets. Does that make sense of life? That it's like when people come over, you know, uh, if you have like stuff that's not undone, usually put it away if people come over. Right. Right. It's like, right. And it's like, now when I open my closets today, the difference is there's no stacks of stuff to be done. Like it's just done. And man, I, the confidence that comes with that and just this, the, it's a really strong beingness is really, really powerful. And it's, it's like, I don't have stacks of paper on my desk. It's like, woohoo, there's nothing on my table. And it's like, okay, 
this, my laundry's put away is like, when I walk into my closet, there's not a laundry basket full of, you know, it's like after the laundry's done, I don't even fold it. I literally go hang it up or put it in the drawer that it goes in. And it's like, it's like, I get so much more done, especially just in the last few weeks here that we've been doing some really intense stuff, but uh, coaching, but it's been great because I'm like, wow, I wasted a lot of time and a lot of money trying to be living my future life. Like I was forcing. Yeah. Say more about that. Cause you're right. Yeah. Well, and I, I can say it if you, I can. Try yeah. To, I don't yeah. I prompt me a little bit. Cause I'm like, I don't, I, I mean, I definitely was trying, but that's the point I was trying. You were trying and you were really the how, like, oh, my future life is traveling all the time. My future life is this, my future, which is true. Mm-hmm. And the, the foundation of who you were being was shifty, right? It was quicksandy. Like it was, you had to, in order to live that future life, I love the comparison of like putting stuff in the closets and the laundry. It's like mm-hmm. you would hit that rev mode and let's get everything done before I go on vacation. So in that moment you were living it, but you weren't living it in between. You were having to, A, you were, you were forcing going out and having to, and like, I got to live like I'm, you know, I got to be on vacation all the time. I got to do all this stuff. Even though the foundation was shifty, you weren't living that when you're inside your home. Can we rename that? I don't want to be shifty or unshifty. I want to be unstable, maybe. <laughs> oh, shifty. I'm like, that sounds like a, like a crook word. Oh, okay. It was unstable, right? <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, I think it's because this quote, um, which I actually shared, and it might've been before you enjoyed the Enchanted Circle call this week, was... Um, Actually, I'm going to pull it up really quick, yeah, but it, it's a, it's a national geographic ad that I saw in New York and it perfectly describes sort of what was, uh, and so it's why I used unstable. Let's see, I'm pulling it up, but That's it's, okay. it's, it's shifty because the ground was, th- it, the ground was shifting underneath you, right? There wasn't hmm. this place that it wasn't solid when you come home. And so it's, um, So the quote is, when the ground beneath your feet is shifting, do you stand still or leap forward? Mm, That's a good quote. Yeah. Yeah, No, I I mean, mean, the the word is right. It's just, it made me feel weird. No, I get it. I get it. I was like, shifty. She's shifty. No. So it's unstable, right? Right. It it is unstable. The ground that you would come back to wasn't stable. And so it wasn't building this even more solid foundation. And I will say, like, this is a process even though it was unstable, it was a lot more stable or, and maybe even stable is the right word, but then it was six months ago, nine oh. months ago, a year ago, right? Definitely, yeah. But it was, you had come to this place where like, okay, like now I can, I've attracted money and I'm doing this and I'm going to go out, but I, but it still wasn't that total beingness, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, um, something just came to mind when you said that it's, uh, again, there was just this undone I knew that I knew that I knew that I hadn't done the things I needed to do. So it looked good, right? Yes. It looked good. Right. And so I could trick myself into I'm okay. Right. But in reality, I hadn't done some of the things that I knew I needed to do. Right. Absolutely. Like my list, my to-do list. Remember when, uh, I think just it was our last call. I had that long to-do list. Mm-hmm. Like of everything, like I went through like 14 pages of things to do. I don't even know where that is, (laughs) but I already know that I could go, if I found it today, half of that stuff would be done. Right. Yes. And what's the difference? That's a good point. What's the difference between making the to-do list and like just being that person who gets stuff done, which is your future self a hundred percent, right? Yeah. Well, the person who makes the list, I think they feel frantic and Mm -hmm. they feel survival. It is survival. Right. And it's like, this is going to make me feel safe to know I have this list to fall back on because I don't trust myself to just know. Oh, right? that's super interesting. Yeah. I have this list to fall back on because I don't trust myself to know, or maybe even to take the action to get the thing done. Right. Right. It's easier just to have the list, right? Yeah. Just like, okay, so I have a big ass to do list, but that doesn't, that's just wasting time. Like I should have taken that time that I made to make it a 14 page to do list and just doing the list. Right. right, right. Done three things on the list or done. Right. Yeah. One exactly. complete thing or whatever, right. you know, I was like, stop it. Like <laughs> I, 
I know still today, like I, like one of my things this week was I, I had gym stuff and there were some in this room and some in that room and some in that room. Cause I love to work out. Uh-huh. And it's so this, um, yesterday, was it yesterday? Monday. I literally took two hours and I put together my perfect home gym and it's all in one room. It's amazing. Oh my goodness. It's seriously amazing. And I love, it's all lit by twinkle lights and I love to go in that room. It's like, I almost took my computer down there today and did the call there because it's the ambience of the room is like, (gasps) I work in a gym. Yes. Like it's Uh. fabulous. I love it. And that's so your future self versus the franticness of having a little here, a little there and a little there. And what that was doing for your mind was putting you back in that survival. Like even though we'd up leveled what survival looks like, right? Like it was still giving you something to do. So it was still making a list because there's things in three rooms and it's like, Mm -hmm. I should get that done. I need to get that done. Yeah. Or when I worked out, I'd be like, okay, well, I don't need those kettlebells. Those are in that room. And I'll have to go do it. And it's like, like this mental busyness. Yes. Which was keeping you from moving forward. It was keeping the ground from becoming solid, right? Mm -hmm. As long as that, the ground could stay unstable. So we, I think it's been a, it's been five or six weeks now that we have been doing individual coaching, um, which, which has made a huge difference. So what do you think the biggest difference is since you've, um, up-leveled yourself and got, you know, invested in one-on-one coaching, both the time, because there's, there's a money investment, but there's also a time investment, right? And it's not just the hour we're on the phone. It's actually, there's other things you have to do. Right. Well, I'm on my own schedule now. Yeah. So, say more what that means. I know what that means. Well, I am a virtual assistant by trade. So I'm always serving other people and doing other people's work, which I love to do. And um, yet I didn't have my own MailChimp. I didn't have my own newsletter. I didn't have, you know, my own... Uh, work on my budget, work on my filing, work on, you know, just my own personal stuff that I do for other people. And it was like, if I just implement this stuff for me, uh, awesome. So, and I was, you know, like, I need a website. Well, the other day I saw a link come through from a friend and it's a a website, it's about.me and it's a one page website. And I was like, oh, I, this is what I could use for my website. So I literally am going to cancel my uh, main domain for my business because nobody ever goes there anyway. And they can ask me if they want to know about my virtual assistant services, right? Right. Like, I don't need this big, impressive, like they're buying me. They're not buying the things I do for them. And so it's, um, and like I set up MailChimp, I have like, I I mean, I was already like, I think I have 30 subscribers in just a matter of days and people are like, so what I saw from that was value. Like I am valuable Mm -hmm. versus I am busy. Like people want to work with me versus what I do. Does that make sense? Yeah. I love it. I am valuable versus being busy, busy is valuable. Yeah. And I think that's a shift that happened it wasn't just like a light bulb that went on one day. That is the result of doing your budget and actually getting clear on your numbers and seeing, hey, there's value. And like, because something happens inside your mind, money becomes actually tangible, right? Oh, I earn this amount of money. Like this, I bring in this. I am, it, there's this thing that happens about being valuable mm-hmm. <laughs> when you see it on paper, right? Well, and, and I will say that for the listeners is I'm not 100% locked into my numbers yet because right. tomorrow is my due date, right? For this yes. budget for attraction. And I, you know, yet I still find myself avoiding it. Like I'm making it harder than it has to be. Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing I realize and I can see is like, quit making things harder than they have to be. Yeah. Just do it. And, you know, just like when I have a big project for a client that I'm kind of dreading because I know the investment of time and energy and maybe something I don't know how to do. Sometimes I dread it and I'll push it off. But when I just literally be like, I just decide and I lock in and I do the work, man, I can get a lot done. And it's usually like I had a 10 hour project for a client and I was freaking out that I wasn't going to have it done because <laughs> I played this uh-huh. weekend, right? And I was like, ah, but I did get it done. And it was on perfect time and they're totally happy. But it's, I had to like decide. And I think yes. that's the thing that's happened when in us working together is I've decided that I'm 
no longer going to be in survival mode, that I'm going to be okay, be together, be the person who handles stuff and not, not be undone. Yeah. And so, cause this is a big deal. And I think, you know, whether you hire me or another coach, this is important to hear. Like there was this mental thing about making the investment. And so what is it about? Because I truly believe that it, it comes from making the, it, it just comes from saying yes to yourself and making that investment in yourself. What do you think, how do you think that impacted the shift to like, I'm going to be okay. Like, I'm not going to live this other story anymore. Yeah. So, um, so what I'm going to say this because I think other people need to hear it is, uh, I felt like I didn't have the money to invest Mm -hmm. and it's not because I wasn't valuable to invest in. It's just, um, well, I was like, ah, I don't have enough money. Right. Like that thing. And if I do this, I'll have less and then I'm going to feel unsafe and is like, but the thing is, if I didn't do the work that you've asked me to do, I'm going to feel unsafe anyway. So I got to the point where I was like, okay, let's fix the 48, no, 49 years of pattern. No, let's say I didn't actually have a budget when I was zero. So let's, uh, <laughs> 20, okay, 29 years. Let me give me 29, yeah, 30, like 31 years, right? Yeah. For 31 years, I didn't, you know, I haven't practiced being solid. Um, I have shifted my way through 31 years and done pretty stinking good, but I can't be who I really, really am in the future, even tomorrow, if I don't do the work today. And so I think investing is the number one thing. And also not just investing when it's scary because that's when it's going to mean more to you when it's scary, right? Mm -hmm. If you just like, eh, pay for coaching, you're not going to take it seriously. So it's going to feel scary, (laughs) first of all. But then not only that, but locking in, like you said, please put every other coach on hold. Mm -hmm. And I had you know, Darren Hardy screaming in this ear and sorry, I should, maybe shouldn't say names, but other coaches screaming in this ear and this coach screaming that. In fact, I have a client that paid thousands of dollars for me to do her coach's training with her. So she's paying me to do it. And, um, I have decided that I'm not doing it. She, whether she knows or not, I'm just going to tell her I don't have time to do it. And, uh, it doesn't matter because I can't have three people directing me. Like, I can't listen to myself if I'm listening to everyone else screaming at me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I had to silence my world and just go, okay, I'm here. I'm paying for this. I'm going to do the work. And man, I've seen just a world of difference. New clients. I mean. Yeah. Let's talk about that because yeah. they're new, amazing clients. Like, and this happens ev- like every time mm-hmm. somebody does their, their budget and they get serious and they get clear about their numbers And it's not because we even said, we're not even, like you said, we're like, this process takes like three, four weeks because often we're so distanced from it that it takes a while to unwind and really get clear about what the real numbers are. Um, That's just for people listening, but the clearer it gets and the more solid it gets every time more people come in because a, I mean, I think there's a lot of reasons for that. Number one, you're saying I'm valuable enough to like track my money to like not to be solid. Right. Right. And then you're also, um, there's, there's space for them. They're not going to overwhelm you. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we constantly are like, I don't want to be overwhelmed. Like there's just, there's space and it's, they're easier clients, right? Mm-hmm. It's more fun work. Talk a little bit about that. So before you do, I want, I, something came up for me. Yeah. I wrote it down so I wouldn't yeah. forget. But you said that money thing takes three or four weeks for you to get clear. And it's not that I'm not clear. Like I know what income is and I know what expenses are. Yes. Like it's, but you could look at it and go, okay, this is this, this is this, here's your budget. And the thing is, that doesn't help me. Right. Because I have to go, okay, this much, cause I run two businesses, this much mm-hmm. is, you know, income for this business. And I have a third residual income stream and I have a, actually have a fourth one. It's like, okay, stop Michelle. So I have to know what's incoming and what's expenses for every business. And, and I had over the 
31 years, clumped it all in together. Like this is income, this is expenses and it all comes out of whatever. And I didn't separate it into knowing like, okay, this business is profitable. This business is not, I need this much more. Right. Mm -hmm. And what had happened is I'd got some money at the beginning of the year and that was my protection. Right. So Mm -hmm. I lived it up and I've been living beyond my means. And, uh, you know, that, obviously is coming to a, I wouldn't say a halt, but we had, I had an an observation the other day, but like maybe instead of traveling so much, maybe I'd love to buy a road bike and exercise more. And I was like, oh, well, and that was an an aha for me. Like maybe I was doing this to fill something. And it's like the numbers have helped me decide, no, I really want this instead. And it's like without the clear numbers, and I'm hoping they become crystal clear tonight (laughs) for us so that tomorrow we can have this really great budget conversation, but it's getting clearer. And I still realize that I don't have a very clear picture on what's coming in and what's going out because some of my things are based on other people. Mm -hmm. And it feels so like unstable. But what we're doing is we're creating a, you're okay, this is stable, you know, thing. Here's the plan versus, you know, the, you know, just not knowing and not caring, to be honest, and avoiding because, you know, survival says avoid, right? Yeah, it says avoid and go into panic mode because that's the payoff, right? That's how you stay in that space. And so I love it. And um I love how you've shown up because you're right. So some of the things just for those listening, like how Michelle gets paid, she, she really has no idea, but she's really done the work to go, okay, let's see this. And we can, and by being at least clear about what has happened, we can start to see, we can start to see a pattern. And the thing about attracting more money is that when we put it down and we're clear about it, it's like when we say, when we can see a little bit of a pattern we go, okay, yeah. When you do X, Y, Z, you make X, you know, ABC, right? Once we see that, like that will be true, whether or not our, whether or not our analysis was perfect, right? right? It will still show up and work out because that's what we've set in motion. It's what we said. Yeah. Okay. This makes sense. I believe that. And that's what starts happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so you guys know, I'm a network marketer and I own a traditional virtual assistant business. So that's why when Cassie says, Michelle has no idea how she gets paid. I do know how my virtual assistant clients pay me. Right. And I do know what my residual check is. And I do know what my former residual check is from my last company. But, you know, it's the like the weekly sales thing that like if someone on my team on level, you know, three goes out and sells, you know, a million dollars, do I know what I make on that? No, no clue. Right. <laughs> and, and, and when we were doing the numbers, I was like, wow, I don't even know who these people are that I'm getting paid commission on. And I was like, oh, well, maybe you should pay more attention to those customers and give them a little TLC. And I was like, without doing the numbers, I wouldn't even known their names. And I was like, okay, this is totally a wake up call. <laughs> right. Well, and yeah. I, it also helped shift the story. Cause I think there was a little bit of story, like your, um, you do Wakaya perfection and there was a little, I think in your head, it was, it's super successful, but you had been telling yourself because you felt like there wasn't enough money and all of this, these things you're telling yourself it's not successful enough. Right. Mm-hmm. But right. when you do the numbers and you're like, Oh, I don't know that person and I'm getting paid. Your brain is like, it's working like that work that I have done. It, right. like That system is working like it's supposed to. Right. Because it went down so many levels. It's like those people know those people who know those people know those people. And it's like, yes, you know, I've, the, it has been built and it's yes. like this money's going to come no matter what, because of the work you did prior. And it's, oh, it's beautiful. Yes. <laughs> so it's a huge celebration and in loving on other people, they're going to go do more. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's really just going to help me grow further. So then virtual assistant clients. So um, I have one client that called me and out of the blue and I had avoided her phone call. I didn't mean to. I just didn't even know I had it. Interesting. And uh, (laughs) and then she linked in me and then she let and then I was going through voicemails and I was like, oh, well, like five days ago, someone called me and I called her back and I said, have you taken care of your virtual assistant need yet? And she said, no, I was waiting for you to call me. And I was like, oh, thank you that it hasn't been too long because I could have easily been a month. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> I had a story like, I terrible at voicemails. No, I'm great at voicemails. Stop right. it. You know, again, survival story. Like, if I don't right. get your message, then I can't make money, right? Exactly. So this It plays out in so many ways in my life. <laughs> it is like, stop the madness. And um, so now it's on my schedule to check my voicemail. So instead awesome. of being bad at voicemail, I just check my voicemail. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I don't have to tell myself the mental chatter. And yeah. so what that does is clear up room. And then I have a new client that is a, uh, a, a top network marketer that mm-hmm. I'm doing her social media and mm-hmm. it's super, super fun. And she's to the point, she's so busy that she's like, I just trust you. Just do this. You've done network marketing for 14 years. You know what I want. And I was like, yes. So I don't even check with her. I just post what I want. And it's like, woohoo, freedom. It's so fun. <laughs> right. Fun and easy and yeah. like easy money coming in and which is awesome. And that's what happens when you, because that's, that's being okay. Right. That's mm-hmm. not being in survival mode when right. things are easy and fun and there's more than enough money and it's fun to make it. And it's not overwhelming you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I had two other things show up. So years and years ago, I was a recruiter for a Fortune 100 company. That's what I did for a living as HR recruiter, you know, that employment person. And um, I started a resume writing service for extra money. And I had um, at one point said, I don't write resumes anymore mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And I think it was, I was trying to focus right on right. one thing and be really good at one thing. Well, the fact is my future self has multiple income streams for multiple things. Like, and she's good at multiple things. And I had, and she's good at multiple things because she just does stuff. Right. Right. Like that's why it works in her world is because I just want to highlight that. It's like, it's because of all these things that you've been doing. Like it's because she just does it. She doesn't put it on a 14 page to do list and get overwhelmed about it. She's like, yes, I can do that next week at two o'clock and deliver it to you by Thursday at four o'clock, whatever it is. Exactly. So this resume call came in and I, um, I literally called her back and I voicemail and I said, I don't do resumes anymore. I'm sorry, you know, blah, blah, blah. But thank you. Do you know anyone? No, I can't refer you. No, I don't know anyone who does as good as I did. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so then I got a second one and I was like, okay, that's like the world telling me that I need to write these resumes. For some reason, I need this money coming to me. Like it's mm-hmm. being attracted to me. And I was like, so I called the first girl back and I said, have you, it's been a couple of days. And I said, have you found anyone to do your resume? I said, listen, I got a second phone call of someone asking me to write resumes and I haven't received phone calls forever about this. And um, I've kind of thought and prayed about it and I'm open to helping you if you've not found someone. And I would be honored if you'd let me do it. And this is my price and my time. And she said, yeah, let's do it. Right? Yes. And neither one of those people have gotten me their stuff to Uh do their resumes, but that's on them because I'm okay. Right. (laughs) But I thought it was interesting that this money was trying to come to me. And I was like, no, no, I don't want your money. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need or want your money. I was like, who is that person? And it's not because I'm desperate. Yeah. It's because I decided that I'm, it's quick, easy money for me. Yes. And I'm good at it. Like, I, I mean, I can do a resume and I don't mean this like out of ego, but I can do a really good resume. Like I was uh-huh. a really great recruiter, great HR manager. And I have found hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people jobs because I wrote their resumes. Right. right. So I was like, okay, just if, if this is supposed to come to you, but I, I put it out there like, yes, I'm open to this. And, mm-hmm. and then it didn't come through yet, but I'm okay with that. Versus being, oh, I need that. I need that three hundred dollars, right? Like yeah. it, there wasn't a desperation attached to it. So, and now when I do my budget, I'm like, okay, well, if that money doesn't come in, I'll zero out these lines, and then that shows me my new total of the money I have. And it's like, and and so Cassie, walk me through this because I'm trying to try and say what I need to say, but I might need your help. Okay. So the money that I got at the beginning of the year has decreased quite a bit because I've played a lot (laughs) and I made um, some expensive choices. We'll talk about that. I'm sure. (laughs) Um, But I I had to make some of those things choices in order to get me where I needed to make a decision for myself Mm -hmm. because without the story and the like 
uh, I would say spiraling downward. Yeah. Like I couldn't have ever made a good decision for myself where yeah. now it's like, once the decision has been made to be stable and okay and mm-hmm. uh, self-sufficient and successful and confident, that is the foundation we can build on versus before it was a, like, I'm out of control. I got to make a decision. It's different. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? What yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So what happened is, and we'll talk a little bit about this, is Michelle made a decision, um, which is um, super, it's, it's interesting on a lot of levels, um, but we'll talk about that. Made a decision and, and it was, she, she, she had convinced herself. I'm not even going to say you thought, because I think you convinced yourself based on other people's opinions that this was a great choice. And this is the thing that we can do. And this is why... Um, It's helpful because when Michelle shared this on the Enchanted Circle call, I knew how this was going to go because I I tell her, like, I could hear it in your voice, the way you were justifying it wasn't actually your future self because I really do learn what your guys' future self, like the certainty, the solid, like who she is. And then when there's your current self sort of trying to pretend she's your future self a little bit, um, for lack of a better way to say that. Yeah, I'm glad (laughs) Um, you can see it because I can't see it. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, so that's what happened. And what, and, and what happened is that that was the, like you're saying, like I had to make that mistake. I had to make that expensive choice to never, to, to kind of snap out of it and say, I'm never going to make that expensive choice again. And this is like, you've been growing, but you've sort of, um, maybe like a, I don't even want to say it, but it's a, it's a little bit forward. It's a little, right. It's not like sprinting. (laughs) right in growth now you've hit like you you've maybe been training like running and now we're we're sprinting like because you made that decision because you made a bad decision and it turned out really bad and we talk about that um you um you know that was the decision that enabled you to say okay I have to make this change because this money is I've over you know I've overspent I've been living above my means and now I need to make a choice um we're going to talk about that and as I said that I do want to highlight um you were overspending but it only took one month right because November at the end of November you're like okay I have this trip planned but this is where like this is going to put me Um, so that I'm taking out of savings and I don't want to do that. And in that moment, you could make the decision and the choice and you're like, okay, I can have this money and I can be even, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. So it only took a month of, of being aware of the numbers. And it's not because I said, oh, Michelle, don't do that, right? That was all your choice Mm -hmm. to say, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. I can see the numbers. I can see what it's going to take to make me even. I'm going to use this, this um, little stack I have over here and to be even this month. And I'm going to, and then I'm going to make different, even more different choices next month. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely an ongoing uh, shift to, you know, to not only be, you know, not in the red, but mm-hmm. to be profitable. Right. Right. So, which is obviously the goal. And this is not like common, like, like some people would be like, well, duh, are you stupid? Like this is common sense, you know, but obviously for 30 some years, I played it out the other way. And mm. I'm not the only person on earth that's done this. Nope. Like I am a highly educated, intelligent girl and um, woman. I'm not a girl. And uh, I, it's just, I was living my story, my money story. And, you know, so people can have different opinions. It doesn't matter because they don't pay my bills. So they can right. have whatever opinion they want. <laughs> yeah. And it was, you were just living out your story. I remember I just looked up this, there's an interview with um, Rekka from probably a year ago. And she, she talks about that exact thing. Like, well, it should just be adding and subtracting numbers. And so when I couldn't do that right, I felt like I was, it was not good with money and that's not it. Emotions get in our money and it's taking that out and it's getting that clarity. Like mm-hmm. there are a million people with this story and there are a million people playing out exactly like what was going on right now until they make a decision to be different. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. So did I kind of describe how you had to hit that, that it, it, I would call it a rock bottom place. It's yeah. different. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. So should we tell them what I did? Yeah, let's do it. So, um, so brave and courageous. I love it. So I had, uh, 
a single mom and I was trying to just make sure I had all my ducks in a row and, uh, you know, listening to an ex-husband whisper in my ear, like, your car's not good on the snow. And, you know, and I was like, you're right. I loved my other car, which, you know, he wanted me to sell and just again, stories. And I thought, well, I, you know, I should probably get a second vehicle. And so the, he sent me this link, um, to this car and he's like, you should check this out. So, and I, he's, I was like, I don't know what to ask for. And he's like, cause I'd never bought a car. And he said, just go see it. And I was like, okay. So I thought I'm going to be responsible and handle this. And I did it on my own. And I called, I looked at the car, I asked my dad to go with me, just, you know, second opinion. My dad's like, yeah, it's a good car. And uh, we test drove it. It seemed like it was okay. And I negotiated the price and the guy said, we need cash today. And I said, I don't have cash today. Like that should have been my, my clue right there. Like, I don't have the money today. It's in the bank, but I don't have it today. It was a weekend. And so I called my ex-husband and I said, Hey, do you have the money? And he said, yeah, sure. And so we met the guy later in the day. We paid him, you know, um, it's, it's equated to three months of my mortgage, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and my living expense, well, my home. And uh, paid him for this car and drive one. Um, something was wrong with it. Got that. I paid to get that fixed. Drive two, check engine lights on, car doesn't work. Um, the car that I thought was an awesome deal is now a... POS. <laughs> you don't know what that means. A uh, piece of goodness, let's just say. <laughs> and goodness gone bad. And um, so then I took it to several mechanics, to the emissions. They're like, this car is not safe or drivable. So I have a um, $6,000 red ornament that I can't drive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't have $6,000 to just waste, Mm -hmm. but obviously I did because I still have the car. And I, you know, at this point, I do not believe I'm going to get my money back. I think that was a expensive um, choice. Mm -hmm. And it was also one that made me go, okay, you just spent three months of living expenses for your house on something you thought you needed because other people were telling you, yes, you need, because I had several people in my life like, oh yeah, you definitely need to get, you know, this kind of car or, you know, this would be good for you. And I was listening to everyone else instead of going, if I would have just talked to you, you would have said, and you did say once you knew I'd already done this, because it was an after the fact thing that I actually consulted you. You said, do you need a new car? Or do you just need better tires? And I was like, well, that would have been a much better choice, <laughs> right? I was like, hello. And I do have new tires on that car and a $6,000 ornament that, you know, we could decorate for Christmas. I don't have any idea what I'm going to do for it. And now I get to look at that and go, do I do nothing with it and just say that's money gone? Or do I, you know, turn it in and lease something? Do I buy something? Like, what are my choices from here? And so I was like, now I'm definitely not only consulting with the what's next thing, mm-hmm. but um, I'm looking at the financial side of it. Instead of just looking at my savings account going, oh, I have $6,000. Now I'm like, okay, you have $6,000 less. It's not a panic thing, but it's like, what are you doing with the money you do have here? And so now I'm like, uh, I don't know that that's the best decision. And there is still a little desperation there, but that's why I have a coach. Right. Because right. yeah. I'm I'm not fully arrived yet. <laughs> right. Let's be clear. I'm in process. Um, <laughs> they're still shifting over here and there's non-stable over here. So or un- shifting and stable. So I am a work in progress. There's no question of it. I'm just more honest than most people. <laughs> yeah. And I'm letting people look in. And it's it's a little vulnerable to say because people in my world think I have it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look good. I, I mean, my, if you were to look at my life, you'd be like, wow, she's making a ton of money. She's got it together. I live in a beautiful, my dream home. So and it's seriously, um, like my life looks good, mm-hmm. but there's this thing underneath like that mm-hmm. earthquake or that shifting yeah. that is it's, and normally you want to be stable and then build your life. Yeah. But I've done it in the reverse way because that's my story. Yeah. Right. So it's, and it doesn't mean that I, I'm not going to, Cause I'm going to cement that sucker once it's stable. 
Oh yeah, you are. You're doing the work now. It doesn't mean we can't come in no. and, uh, and do that, and which is totally possible with a house too. I actually know a house that was sort of done like that, but um, that is what we're doing. So you have built the life, and now we just have to put everything underneath it so that you get to keep that life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it doesn't mean that you haven't grown over the year. Like we could look back from a year, you know, a year ago. Right. And there are a million things that are better, but there's always it's, then you get to this next level and this is the next level of it. Like you said, in the beginning of the interview, I couldn't be the, I can't become the person I want that I want to be tomorrow unless I take care of that today. And we're just at that place where taking care of it is a little bit bigger, right? It's um, because you are, you're super manifester, right? And you could keep, you could keep living like this and you'd be fine, to be honest. Like, I mean, you've done it. I mean, I've done it for this long, right? Like my whole life I've been okay. And, you know, and, and I even, you know, in my mind was like, okay, if I run out of money and I have to go get a job, that's going to be okay because I'm going to pay off my debts faster and then I get to be home again. And I, you know, if I lost all my clients, I can get new clients. Like, so there's so many things like chatter. (laughs) And it's like, because I know I can create and that's my future self, you know, speaking into my life going, you're going to be fine. Like looking backwards. Right. And, and so there's, Cassie, we talk a little bit about that for people because there's, who we were, who we are, and who we're becoming. And it's like, yeah. like they're all talking. <laughs> yeah. They it's do. like, ah, it's like, but <laughs> I don't know that I could direct, but I think that happens whether people have a coach or not, like mm-hmm. history, yeah. who they are and where they want to be. Like that's life. And so for me, I, I couldn't maneuver. Through, I could grow through it, but I couldn't like, it's like I was moving through the life without the rope and you're the yeah. rope. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. You, you have, I mean, more clients than just me. (laughs) Like, like, and I feel like we're all holding onto your rope and trusting you. And for me, it is totally a trust thing because I know I would have been okay without the rope, Mm -hmm. but like, I don't want to just be okay. Like I want to be kick ass, bad ass babe. Yes. That's the difference, right? That's where we got. We got to where you are okay and you could keep doing that and you have the tools and because you've grown into that person, that's okay. But what you want is bigger. And when we, what we want, it becomes bigger. We have to build a better, more solid foundation because more can't come in. Right. And just think about it from a weight perspective, right? Like you can't build another layer if the foundation isn't strong enough to withhold that house on top, Mm -hmm. right? And so when we invite things and we want bigger lives and we want bigger experiences and we want to do bigger things, like we have to start making the foundation better because otherwise we can attract those things, but things will start to crumble Mm -hmm. with that. And I love that rope analogy. And I just want to say this real quick. That's all your future selves. Like you all create the rope to your future self and I just help you like hold on to it. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's all individual. It's not just the rope of where I think you should go. It's the rope of where I've seen your future self is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I had a thought there and I lost it. So um, I was talking okay. about building foundation and you can't welcome more in if. Oh yeah. Foundation so is that is also not doing more. I will say because do you remember the time where you and I offline, not in an interview, we had a conversation about, you know, I attract clients all the time that pay me $500 a month. Yeah. And yes. at that point people were doing, it was like a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there, but no large clients. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the two new clients that I got are um, all over $500 a month. So awesome. it's, yeah, which, you know, two new clients, that's a thousand dollars a month. Most people would be like, woohoo, a thousand dollars a month. Right. Yeah. Like that, that makes a drastic difference in someone's choices. Right. Absolutely. And but, go ahead. But I also know that I only want so many more clients. Does that right. versus just doing all the time? Look, I just want people to pay me more. Let's be clear. Yeah. <laughs> and that's going right. to come because that's my intention. Right. And that's what you've set it up to be, right? Is not to like, because, um, and the, and part of the conversation that we had about attracting these $500 clients is that it's easier, like it's easier to get, instead of doing these little piddly projects, right. That somebody's like a hundred or 200, like it's way easier. It's easier to have one 
$500 client than, than three, you know, two, two hundreds and 100. Like mm-hmm. it's way easier to make money. And, and because there's less to keep track of. And energetically. Right? Energetically. Like, like, yeah, it's just so much easier, even if it's the same amount of hours, right? Even if it does equate to the same amount of hours, it's way easier energetically. And that just like brings the ease of money. And now that you're building that solid foundation, bigger things can be built on top that are easier, right? And and you said something to me, like I had, for some reason, as a network marketer, I have this envision that I'm going to, you know, all my money's coming from that. Yeah. And in one of our coaching sessions, you said, I said, well, it's, you know, the the extra money that I'm going to manifest isn't going to come through virtual assistant. And you're like, stop saying that. Like, you literally (laughs) like, stop saying that. And I was like, and now my intention is that I have one or maybe two one would be ideal. My intention is one client that pays my entire livelihood and I have residual income. Does that make sense? So I was like, so that that has shifted so much for me, but you had to say it to me in a way that I could hear it. Like the Marine in me, because I was a Marine for those who don't know, was like, I needed Cassie to say, stop saying. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And, and since then I was like, you know what? I sure am grateful for all my clients, right. You know, that do pay me. And, you know, I am grateful that every single month they pay me. And so it, it made me go, stop, stop the story. Cause the stories have been running for this long. They're not just going to stop all by themselves. Right. I needed a coach to say, stop, stop that program, stop that story. So if I don't tell you the programs that are running, you can't stop them. Mm-mm. No. I can't, I can't help you. And the reason to say that is because, A, we don't want to cut off any income source. But the reason that you were saying it is because it felt like work. And Mm -hmm. we had to write that new story that like, which has obviously come true in less than a month of stopping telling that story, right? Mm -hmm. Easy easy money comes that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it, it is totally a matter of trust working with a coach. And again, I you know, as I was doing my budget and stuff, I was like, well, we got to leave that in there, that money, because it's working, you know, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's, the goal is to learn the habits so that I don't need a coach long-term, like, right? right. Is to be like, okay, she's, she, she locked in. She knows the new story. She knows yeah. the new habits, but until then I, I need you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. Right. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you uh, most excited about now? Oh my goodness. I am most excited about when my stuff is done, I get to be. Yeah. And that it's, uh, I'm on my own calendar and I don't know. It's, once my, once my to-do list is done, mm-hmm. unstoppable because yeah. there's going to be nothing undone. Like, Imagine your house with no extra stuff, like right. stuff you don't use is not in there. Mm-hmm. You know, the garage sale isn't needing to happen. The garage sale is done and the stuff is donated or, yeah. you know, you don't need new tires, then you have new tires. Like just there's, once you have everything done, once I have everything done, I'm just going to be able to be. And yeah. that feels so calm. And think about that from a, not just business perspective or family perspective, but like, relationship perspective hello let's talk about super attractive for someone to be like wow you got your shit together yeah (laughs) right like yeah okay because most likely you know I I would never attract someone who doesn't have their stuff together because it doesn't fit in my world or we help them get it together Right? right? Like yeah. you need a coach, you know, yes. <laughs> this, and I know the one, like, <laughs> so it's like, because it's not that it's not a better than thing that I will have my stuff together. It's just, I've done the work yeah, and the people who do the work get paid. Yeah. And the people who do the work get a B and the people who do the work get a travel and the people who do the work get to have a different experience than people who didn't do the work. Right. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing the work. Yay. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. I know. I know. It feels good. So yeah. And and scary and terrifying at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you shared that because the work is scary and terrifying, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, It is. Otherwise I would have done it a long time ago. Right. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts as we wrap up today? This has been such a good interview. Thank you. No, I, uh, you know, well, I want to, you know, wish people happy holidays that yes. are you know, watching this. And um, what I know is that you're probably not going to hear from me till probably January. Yeah. And um, I'm super excited for what I'm celebrating in January, what I know I'm celebrating, but also, you know, what could happen with the, uh, the, the, the legal matters around the, you know, red Subaru or the new choices of a different vehicle or nothing, no choices around it, but I'm excited to see how it all kind of rolls out and that master list done. And I think 2019, well, I don't think, I know 2019 is gonna look different than any other year before because I've never had my stuff together. Yes. I've, I've done awesome. Right. But imagine <laughs> when I have my stuff done. <laughs> Which is so great. Like, that's what I love, right? Like, I love that you said that because I've never had my stuff together, but it's, it's already been awesome. So we know it's going to be even like mind-blowingly amazing. Yeah. And it, you, we always say that, you know, like it's going to be good, mm -hmm. but it's always better than right. I ever even imagine it to be. So it's, it's going to be perfect. 2019 is literally, uh, I, I think, I think my word, cause I always pick a word for the year. Mm -hmm. uh, my word for next year is going to be B. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. So I and wish now, it were being this. Yes. And I love it because now I think you actually, that's always been a part, but now I actually think you get it. Like it's clicked on a whole new level what being actually is. Oh yeah. Imagine traveling with your list done. Yeah. <laughs> like right? you can enjoy no, it so much. No closet, no hidden closet. Yeah. 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 So all the skeletons, all the closets are done. Yay. I love it. Uh, I know people are going to want to know possibly how to hire you as a virtual assistant. I bet you a lot of people were like, I want her to write my resume. So just tell people how they, and maybe they're interested in, health yep. in a year. So tell them how they can connect with you. So I have a new website. It's about.me forward slash sassy, classy, red. Love it. S-A-S-S-Y-C-L-A-S-S-Y-R-E-D. Sassy, classy, yes. red. That's it. Cool. I love it. So connect with Michelle at her very simple website, about.me backslash slash sassy, classy, red. <laughs> classy. Yeah. <laughs> sassy, classy, red. That's right. Uh, and have a fabulous rest of your day. Thank you, Michelle. I am excited for our next interview. Thank you for joining us on the More Money Show. To learn the step-by-step -step process to welcome more money into your life, go to manifest10k.com.